I've been in a pickle about these headphones, Brian. What to do, what to do. The house has been a chatter. I've been getting outside advice. Because the big question was, my heart wanted the jazzy headphones, mm-hmm. Bluetooth headphones. My head knew I, ha- I should go for the practical ones, the comfortable ones. But Brian, they're just so... Where's the fun in that, Brian? Where's the fun in that? So I was in a quandary, a pickle. Mm. But this is the test. It's the pod whilst wearing glasses. This is the key. Mm. It's the glasses that throw it. That's what was so painful about the other ones. Couldn't wear the glasses because they're getting pressed into the the outside of the the noggin. So like a a blunt head screw. Exactly like a blunt head screw. You're absolutely right. So here we go. This is the test. So wish me luck. Um, nice mug, Brian. Thank you. I like the mug. It says thanks. <laughs> hey, Brian. What does my mug say? Uh, have fun. That's have fun. Advice. That's a good good advice. That's thanks good advice. and have fun. You know. So thanks. Have fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I couldn't, I couldn't agree anymore. Mm, me either. It's like getting let loose at the park. Your parents say thanks. Have fun. Thanks. Thanks. Have fun, and thanks. then you say, and then you say, thanks. Have fun to them, mm-hmm. because you know that you know the parents love being at the park. Oh yeah, oh oh yeah. My favorite park incident was when I took um, Sophia to the park, and it was pretty empty, and she was up and down the slide with you know they. When I was little, when I was wee, there would just be a slide. You would have one slide, and then you would have swings maybe a roundabout, and that was the park. Now it's these constructions, they're all in one. They've got like maybe three slides in one, but also there's like an ascent of Everest at the side where you have to clamber up, and then there'll be some monkey bars attached and all of this business. Anyway, and we were there minding our own business, going up and down the slide, monkey bars, everything. And the lady arrived with her child, um, and they went down the slide a couple of times. They're having a bit of fun. And one last time the child goes down the slide, stood up and promptly vomited all over the slide. Seems about right. Seems about right. And instead of sort of putting on the show, because usually I would put on an absolute show to all the other parents that, oh my God, this is terrible. I'll clean this up at once. Apologies. What did the lady do? Hoiked up her child and made for the exit. Straight away. Boom. Get out of there. Out. So I... You want to deal with it. Practical practical pete that i am was like oh great so now i get to clean up your child's vomit because uh, uh, that shouldn't be on you that shouldn't be on on me but i was like you're gonna bear that weight other kids in the park there'll be some nobody someone won't know nightmare absolute nightmare i used to love going out like like i love those kind of contraption looking ones i remember do you do you did you ever have, because I think it was something that sort of, it came into vogue probably, probably when you were a kid and they were still about a bit when I was like pretty little. And then mm-hmm. I think they fell off was, do you remember like wooden um, playgrounds? They were just like mm-hmm. these massive fort looking things. Yeah. They were just like completely made out of wood. And it was like, it was literally like being in a castle. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was like yep. the coolest thing in the world. Yep. You're right. You don't see them anymore. No. You'll see them. You'll see them in some fancy people's back gardens. You'll mm-hmm. sometimes see them. Yeah, but Bit these were like like big public ones that would yeah. have like 
drawbridge like things and and they would sometimes in britain they used to have the king of all the playground rides which is a boat swing you ever been on a wooden boat swing oh that's what i'm talking about wooden ones would always have like a big boat swing yeah a boat swing you don't see a boat swing anymore presumably because they were incredibly dangerous but um, that's that's the whole thing is like i think they made the the wooden ones because it's like maybe it's a little bit safer than metal but then it just becomes like a splinter heaven splinter heaven was i was a, willing to run that risk i i, I love those oh oh i love the wooden I, I i would i would kill for a chance to go on a wooden boat swing these days i'd go in <laughs> it i'd get in one now the big difference is there was the evolution from when i was small was just a concrete ground just concrete that's it mm-hmm. that's all you're getting you fall off Very that Soviet. it's your risk you know them's the risks kid now and then they went to sort of foam and now it's wood chips wood right. chips and the gross thing about wood chips are that we were in vancouver and i don't know this is particular to canadian parks mm. but um you know we would sometimes you know you'll make a little pile of the wood chips you'll go oh let's make let's make some little castles with the wood chips and the canadian park brian i was piling up the wood chip and <laughs> Oh, oh, what's this? Full of hair, Brian. Hair. <laughs> well, I guess I was going to say the wood chips is, are probably they, they're this? very multi-purpose in the sense that they conceal hair and yeah. absorb it in a way. I don't just mean a couple of hairs. I yeah, mean like a lot of hair. A lot of hair. A well, lot of hair. I think kids, they got a lot of hair. They're shedding they do. skin cells and hair all Molting. over the place. Molting. <laughs> like the little pupas they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah, the I I I assume that, you know, the wood chips work in a way where, you know, it makes the ground like if obviously if a kid face plants, it softens the blow. Yeah. But similar to your puke story. Yeah. Pretty easy to like your kid pukes, you just sort of yeah. kick the, the just kick it over. Forward. Kick it over. Kick it you're over. Done. You're done. Nothing happened here. Oh, wood chips. Ain't nothing happened here. Nothing's happened here. Welcome so, to the Oh Wow Ghost Podcast. Oh wow. Ghosts. Ghosts. Ooh, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was the best intro we've ever done. Oh wow. Go ghosts. Goats. Goats. <laughs> there. Shit. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Have you heard any ghoulish incidents this week, Brian? No. <laughs> I was <laughs> okay cool see ya no um i heard there was a little ghouls party yesterday as well did, did the headphone sure talk overtake it the excitement the excitement of my headphones they took the edge off the party <clears throat> nothing that a a newly um a newly christened six-year-old um loves to talk about more than her father's bluetooth headphones you know <laughs> <laughs> Although there was a bit of chat because Isabel discovered the full extent to the ludicrousness of the headphone purchasing when she mm-hmm. suddenly realized that there are four active pairs of headphones in the house that need to be returned. <laughs> three are being returned. I can't stress this Uh-oh. enough. Three are being returned. She didn't realize how deep we were in. And then she discovered mm-hmm. that this is actually the fifth pair of headphones into the industry. Into One were returned. She's One going through the receipts and the. She's going, where, where is this? Another? What? No, she came up. She was like, oh, you're going to need to put some back in this box. This is the box, right? I was like, no, no, there's headphones in that box. 
they're just waiting to get returned. And then she remembered that he was like, wait, wasn't there a pair of headphones before this set of headphones? Like, yeah, yeah, there was. Oh, oh, there was. Oh, and wait a minute. I'm trying to think if that was even, no, those were, yes, five. We're, this is the fifth. I'm very particular, Brian. What can I say? You know what you're like. I and know you what don't I'm like. A head screw. I don't like a head screw, Brian. No. I just don't. Have you ever, have you ever seen like a diagram of a head screw? No. It's like Is a, it like a thumb screw? It's yeah, it's like so I think it, it leans somewhere between a medical device and mm-hmm. a torture device. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking of it, it might have been just the medical device. At first I was thinking it was a torture device, but yeah. yeah. It's pretty much just the vice. But yeah. you know, you know, like the flat part of a vice that would normally sure. you know like you know hold whatever yeah. advice needs to hold it's that except it's just like a curly q spike and you just yeah. pop it on the head just burrow it in it yeah, yeah i think it was for trepanation which was like a nice what's yeah, it called? nice bit of some nice bit of trepanning have you trepanning. seen that they have, yeah. have you seen that they found evidence of trepanning from like the cave um from cavemen there's yeah, people who yeah. have been trepanned and they can see that the bone has healed over. Well, it hasn't healed over totally, but the bone has healed. So these people were knocking around having been trepanned yeah. in like 20,000 years ago. Yeah, it's I always bananas. associate it with like middle ages and stuff. But yeah, I was reading that it goes, people have been drilling holes in their heads forever. Drilling, drilling holes. And also the one that I enjoyed, which is just some slow scraping Apparently, sometimes they would just <laughs> scrape, 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 scrape. Oh, there we go. There's the brain. There we go. That'll let the that'll get the evil spirits out. <laughs> out you go. You gotta let them out. But don't yeah, you I'm, come back? In a way, it makes a lot of sense to me. Where, <laughs> where, like, go on. Even, <laughs> you know, the the mystery still remains, right? How does the how does the human brain work? That's a curiosity that's probably existed forever. Exactly. And like the, the most basic way to try to figure something else, to figure something out, how it works, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You poke fucking around smash it. You smash it. <laughs> and you, then you poke around and see what's in there. You have, like, a, good old, you have a good old poke around and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. So in a way it makes like in the, the logic kind of checks out for me. Mm-hmm. As the most okay. basic form logic, of like logic. Logic accepted. Okay. Yeah. It's like, why, 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 why does Nick keep needing to get all these headphones? See, back then we didn't have any modern psychology. Weren't able to analyze it. We might have had to smash your head open. (laughs) Just smash it open. Figure out the, figure out how, figure out why. Or just get a stick and just scrape my head until we got, (laughs) we got through to the nice, the nice calf's foot jelly inside. Mm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> you ever had brains? Have you ever eaten brains? I've never had brains. I've never had brains. That's too. That's a step too far, even for me. Yeah. yeah. Used to see them when my parents lived in France. Um, used to see them occasionally on the menu, and I toyed with the idea. Yeah. I toyed with the idea, but I just couldn't. In the end, couldn't do it. Yeah i I would give it a I would give it a shot. You'd give it a whirl. I would give it a whirl. I would give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Yeah, I would. I think so. Just maybe yeah. like a little bit. I wouldn't order it as my entree. Just a bit. Maybe as a little appetizer. Brains with parsley is the was the mm. local delicacy. Mm. 
Mmm. <laughs> Just sprinkle that over. And it's done. That's it. I've had the only thing like that I've had is like, I mean, this is nowhere near it, but like marrow and stuff. Marrow is pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Marrow is pretty That's tasty. very different though. Yeah. It's more of a butter. Although I guess they're both sort of a gelatinous. Yeah. Protein rich substance. Mm. Yeah. I, I assume it's kind of like that, right? Eating brains. I've heard tell that it's a bit, and this is what put me off and why I couldn't do it, a bit foamy. He's not sure now. He's not sure now. Mm. No, I'd go for it. I'd yeah, go for okay. it. What I did go for um, that I got very into having been there and I'd always sort of cocked a snook at it was the old steak tartare. Mm. That's, oh yeah. 100%. Which is one of the most delicious things in this world. So delicious. And I was a bit nervous before having it. And my dad, brilliantly, this is why France is great. We went to a, a restaurant attached to a supermarket. Okay. Hmm. Just a shitty supermarket. You know, here or in the UK, that you would get a slice of pizza or a burger and that's it. Right. In France, you get proper food. But they had steak tartare. So my dad and I, my dad, I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. And my dad was like, yeah, I'll get in on that action. Let's do this. And the waitress in true French style came to us and was like, um, sorry, there's been a mistake. You two seem to have ordered steak tartare and you're not French. Let me just explain something to you, you fucking rubes. This <laughs> is raw. I mean, we're like, yeah, 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 we'd like that. And she was like, no, no, no. Sorry, you obviously don't speak French well. Um, it's not cooked. It's <laughs> it's raw. And we're like, yeah, 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 we'd like to try it. So then we had to like clean the fucking plate. It's like, oh yeah, we're we're all in here. Thankfully, yeah. it was absolutely delicious. But I am petty enough that even if it had been disgusting, I would have, have eaten down it. I'd have fucking chugged it. Um, After that, <laughs> like some sort of, like some sort of little baby owl just gobbling it back. Um, I think I've I think I've had steak tartare before, but as like oh, a little little. It's 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 oh. Bellissima. Mm. It's so delicious. Do you like sushi? I do. I love sushi. You love steak tartare then. It's exactly yeah. the same principle. It's that you, I think people imagine, I always imagine it would be like this very strong flavor. It's not, it's exactly, it's that delicious, soft, like mm-hmm. delicate flavor. Oh, mm. so maybe, delicious. Maybe I'm, uh, I think it like, maybe, maybe people don't agree with me on this, but I think it looks delicious. Oh, it's like a ruby color. Yeah. I don't know. It looks and it, it's inviting. <laughs> My old photography boss, one of the true legends of our time, David Armstrong, and um, mm. God rest his soul, he loves steak tartare to the extent that if he was just getting, like if he just had some ground beef, if he was making a burger at home, he would just whoop, pick a little bit of, nom, 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 nom. just pick a little bit of, he would just have a little bit, just couldn't resist, couldn't resist. And I had actually done a photo job with him in France, and we, um, he had we had a local French assistant, David, who was quite a, he was quite a player. He was a good lad. He was very French. Mm. Um, we yeah, a, ro- a roving eye, shall we say? And comments were made throughout the day. Anyway, he was a good lad. Um, he meant well, uh, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, um, but I remember him saying, "Oh, stick tata, I'm going to have some, but you know." I have it too much, but oh, 
I cannot have it too often because you know you get the bug. <laughs> you get the bug in your stomach if you. Oh, he's going. He's sort of going. He's sort of turning. He's going from French. Mm-hmm. He's sort of becoming Al Pacino there. You get the bug in the stomach. You know, it's right in there in the guts. It's a fine line um, between French and Al Pacino. It is exactly. Hoo-ah! There we go. That's our Al, isn't it? That's a mm-hmm. boom. I've nailed it. That's him. That's our alley. Anyway, he was literally like, I can't have it too often because, you know, it gets in your guts, you know, the bugs, you know, you get those mm-hmm. um, parasites if you have too much of it. So that put me off slightly. But anyway, not enough to know. Yeah, I, I feel like if you do, yeah, if, if you haven't enough, then it, that becomes like, you know, an inevitability. Um, but we've all probably got it from sushi anyway. Yeah, I've had a lot of sushi in my day. Me too. Probably riddled, probably riddled with them. But it was like one of the fish. Well, I guess fish have a lot of parasites and stuff too. They can do, I believe. They can. They can. I remember it's one of the great um, points in my relationship. When at some point Isabel said something like, "You know, when your family would all take your deworming tablets." <laughs> what? Come again? Yeah, you know. Come again? You know when you would all like. It's time for a deworm. Kids, gather around. It's time for your deworming tablets. No, I don't was know it, what that is. You savage. Did, what was there that was it? Was it just more common? Like there's like a it's just more common. I don't really know why. Damn. And they eat very well, very well, and probably better than we did. But anyway, there's always a chance. Do 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 do. Somewhere along the line, you've picked up worm a little tablet. parasite. Worm tablets. Everybody got to deworm the kids. At least it's like you. It's easy to deal with now. Yeah. Sure. At least that. <laughs> sure. Just the idea sure. of something living inside of you, though, is, is pretty no. fun. We, Although, have a, we, have, we have a million things. We've got all the bacteria, stuff like that. Yeah. Technically, we're a, a hybrid organism, right? You know, the, there was like the old wives' tale of um, how you would get rid of them. Did you ever I, hear that? How you get rid of like a tapeworm? The whole, the, the, the tale or like the, the remedy was you have to stop eating. You would like stop eating for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then you would hold like a, was, a tasty morsel in front of your mouth. I was going to the joke. Oh, I thought you were going to say by your body. Mm, you could do that too. I feel like that would be closer to it. Or are they living in your stomach or are they living in your guts? I think it's in your intestine. I because I think this was like a this like was have to, totally not I, factual, but I feel like you would have to waft it in front of your body bot. I feel like that would get closer. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. But the the mouth, I guess. But they would have to sort of I don't know. I imagine that the old valve, the uh what would you call it, the sphincter from the intestine mm-hmm. to the stomach. I feel like you can't go back on that. Much mm-hmm. like our, our arrow chat. I feel like there's only, that's only going one way. Yeah, like oh, it smells good. Oh, oh, can I? Can't get. Oh, what is that? Oh, that's hamburger. Oh, I like burger. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, is the ketchup on it? Oh, no, no. Okay, I'm all right actually. Um, Who doesn't have? Have you ever met a freak that doesn't put ketchup on their burger, Brian? The fuck is up with that? No, that's that's crazy to me. I have. Isn't that ridiculous? That is ridiculous. There's well, there's always the big argument with people where they and I just don't. It's one of those things that I just don't fucking care about at all. Is the mustard hot dog thing where people are like, yeah. some people go crazy when they you tell them that you have put like ketchup on a hot dog. 
They they lose their fucking minds. They say if you hot put dog ketchup, a hot dog needs ketchup. Yeah. I put mustard on my my hot dog as well, but it's got to have ketchup. Yeah. I can't. I like it both ways. I think it's fine both ways. But some people will like lose their mind when you tell them that. Is it like it's just bad etiquette to put ketchup on a hot dog? Yeah. I think it's like a New York. It's like I, I feel like I ran into it a lot in New York City because it's like it was like people who were. New York natives and would go to yeah. Nathan's and stuff. And I think if you go to Nathan's, oh, that, you're not supposed oh, to put that uh, bastion of fine dining, Nathan's. <laughs> Nathan's. Mm, where I mean, they're I so, love a good hot so dog good, from Nathan's. It's so good. The champion hot dog eater has to dip them in fucking water. <laughs> so then, mm, it's they're the water that, that makes them good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I've eaten hot dogs from Nathan's before. I probably mm-hmm. caused a minor panic attack in the vendor as he watched me sloughing it in ketchup but mm. i gotta put ketchup on it i'm yeah. putting mustard on it brian i'll even put relish on it as well i, I oh, go i, I go three ways my, i'm just smothered. it's all fucking getting smothered oh when you go to the cinema in mexico mm, 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 they have they put the condiment aisle of our good nations to shame brian you got all mm-hmm. sorts you got you've got you got your ketchup you got your mustard You've got some mayo. You've probably got some relish. What else have you got? Oh, you've only got some fucking jalapenos there, Brian. You've only got some fresh made pico de gallo. Oh, yeah. Is this all for the top. popcorn? This is just the popcorn. Um, that's not a hot dog, Brian. For God's right, sake. Joking. Um, you. What, you was could, you, what was the, the hamburger thing? Sorry. I, I, I cut you off with the with the. Oh, um, I was just saying if you ever met anybody who doesn't put ketchup on their hamburger. Okay, I'll accept the hot dog. You could just put mustard on there. I would mm-hmm. eat. I would happily chow down on a hot dog just with mustard. I physically could not eat a hamburger without ketchup yeah. on it. It's not happening. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. We once went to my dad's cousin's house. This is a bit of a grim tale, and I apologize to everybody who's about to hear this. We're all grim we today. Went- yeah, it's pretty grim. It's pretty gruesome. Um, we went to my dad's cousin's house who happened to live near an award-winning fish and chip shop, Brian. Mm. Okay? this These fish and chips were off the chain. Good. Like, ooh, a batter to die for. Chips, like you wouldn't believe. Just, mm, bellissima. Mm. Brian, they were basically rendered inedible because his fucking cousin did not have any ketchup in the house. Shame. It it it, Damn shame. it broke it broke my little heart. I still remember it to this day. And I could tell that it was great fish and chips. I could tell. But it was ash in my mouth, Brian. What was I supposed to do? I couldn't enjoy that. No ketchup. It was like one of those moments. I had never encountered a house that didn't have ketchup in it. Yeah. Didn't even know. I didn't even know that was an option, Brian. To be honest, though, sometimes we're a no ketchup household. What the fuck is up with that? I know. Jesus, I know. We have. I am so. I was so scarred by that incident. I always make sure there is at least one, if not two, bottles of ketchup in reserve in the house, Brian. We take. It takes a long time for us to go through it. I've noticed. I don't know why. I think, well, I mean. Do you? I mean. <laughs> I will. Are you going to tell me, I, Brian? I'm going to have to stand in here, Brian. All right. Are you one of these fucking people 
who doesn't eat ketchup on their french fries but eats mayonnaise well, I do have that sometimes, but... You do like ketchup on my french fries. I just like a little dab of mayonnaise. Listen, I'll eat mayonnaise with my french fries, okay? I'm not anti the mayonnaise, but I've got to have ketchup there as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess we just, we you know, it's few and far between with the french fries. And you sure. know what? I, I'm definitely more of the... I, I, I will never... Uh, I can't ketchup shame anyone because I used to famously eat um, pasta with ketchup as a child. So <laughs> See, that doesn't offend me. No, like no I'm not doing things. it, but it doesn't offend me. Okay. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to listen, you're just experimenting. You're pushing the boundaries. You're seeing mm-hmm. where you can go. And I applaud that. In fact, right now I have, I've just remembered something, Brian mm-hmm. talking about body horror of bugs and bodies. fits within the sphere of ghosts, yeah. right? It does exactly I well do. i do um what's let's have an update on your friend's head pustule <laughs> do we know was I it a bot fly he went bot fly larvae as we so suggested he, he went to a doctor mm-hmm. and so i don't think so i don't think it was a bot fly i don't have a whole lot of updates on this but i do know he went to a doctor and then they looked at it and they said yeah we should probably get you a referral and you know that's Lance. pretty much where it it's pretty there much like talk he of, went in talk knowing lancing there was talk mm-hmm. of lancing there was talk, talk of lancing i don't think it's been lanced quite yet mm-hmm. i think it still lives uh so really we, we've got to wait another day to uh to see what's actually inside mm-hmm. um hopefully not any sort of larva or anything like that but Fingers you know crossed. stranger things happen i imagine very much that their procedure is going to be much like a Briton would eat a boiled egg. Now, Americans wouldn't do this because I, a, an American is always going to use a knife to <laughs> chop off the top of a boiled egg from what movies have taught me. Um, mm. But in Britain, you're going to use a teaspoon and you're just going to daintily just tap, 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 tap around the egg, the top of the um, egg slash pustule, and then you're just going <laughs> to scoop off the top. I imagine that would be a pretty good tactic um, yeah. to find out if there's a bot fly larvae in there. That's yeah. just me. That's just how I would do it. Yeah, I think there, there's probably some sort of methodology to it because you know, you know, this is this is really gross too. We're, I'm we're just mm-hmm. full in. The bot fly larvas got these like barbs. Oh They're no! Backwards facing oh. barbs. What a little Same. shit! Yeah. What yeah. a little shit! I am is, not coming out of here. Yeah, you know how like with evolution they talk about you know, things developing to fit their environment. This thing's environment yeah. is in your head. So that's the, the way. Head. <laughs> now, it tell doesn't me want the, to leave your head. It doesn't want to leave. Is it, it nibbling? Is it is it nibbling the flesh of the head? Do we know? Or is it just in there? Oh, cozy place. I like it here. Mm. I think it's like cozy place. <laughs> I like it here. <laughs> okay. There no, was, there, not going. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Much like there I definitely can, was... It's like uh, a cat uh, in a cat basket. Have you ever tried to? Well, th- that would be more put a cat in a cat basket. Have you ever mm-hmm. put a cat in a cat basket, Brian? Like that's a, a wild, that's a wild fucking ride. You, you mean like a carrier? A yeah, like a cat. Like a. Have you ever <laughs> taken a cat to a vet? I think you know what. I don't think I was involved much in the Mary, process, but I know Mary, my Mary, parents. Spray, no, spray, spray paws not going in there. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a reverse tricky. cat cat basket. It's, re- it's a reverse cat in a cat basket getting a bot fly out. 
Yeah. There was a podcast I listened to a long time ago where it was about parasites. And mm-hmm, of course. there was a gentleman who had a, a, a bot fly in his, in his head. And he yeah. elected not to get rid of it, not to have it extracted. Mm-hmm. However, he decided to, because I think he was a, uh, I hope I say this correctly, like an en- entomologist. Entomologist, mm-hmm. I believe, is a person who studies insects. Mm-hmm. He was either an entomologist or some other type of, you know, biologist who had a, sure. a general interest in, in, you know, life in general. Yep. Yep. And he just let this thing grow. And he documented the entire thing because like really, I mean, I'm sure it's like prone to infections, but I think it's, you know, that thing wants to stay in you. So just let it stay. Just let let it stay in there. What is a bot fly? What do we know? What a bot is? I presume a bot fly is quite big. What is it? I don't even know a bot. I've seen a bot fly larvae. I've seen that, but I've never actually seen a bot fly. I'm gonna I think they're just up. like a big. They look like a housefly, kind of, but big. Like they're they're. I don't think there's anything like crazy about them, about how they look. But in this story, the guy started wearing like a baseball they cap. Like they look like a fucking boo. They look like a bit like a bee. They're so. <laughs> oh god! There's a picture of one erupting. Yeah. Abort! 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 Um, this guy was at like a baseball game, and he just like he kept this thing going and then he, one day he just felt like he was at this baseball game and he felt like a little like and then it flew away it just flew away ready to ready to lay its egg in some other fucking unsuspecting yeah. person's premium oh my brian i'll i'll think of that photograph of the bot fly erupting from a head for for many a year mm. well that's mm. yeah file that went away now brian i want to i want a health update how are you feeling brian how are you feeling Within yourself. I feel good. I feel, feel good, good today. I yeah. had a little bit of a scare the other day. <laughs> I was thinking I was sick, but I wasn't. I was just, what I think I had a touch of food poisoning. What were you eating? I don't, well, that's the part I can't figure out. I can't figure it out what it was. Cat food? Yeah, I, I was eating a little bit of cat food. Yeah, that'll be it. Uh, one fact about cat food, Brian, and this is probably why you were so sick after eating it. Humans, we can't eat cat food. Do you know no. why? It's too, it's something like, now I can't remember what, it, there's something in it that it's like, there's too much protein or mm. something like that. You can eat dog food. Okay. So maybe give that a whirl next time you see a little yeah. can. You can eat dog food. We can't eat cat. We wouldn't survive on cat food. We can't it's just survive like, on cat food. It's got, we can't uptake it or something. Something like that. Dogs can't eat cat food either. You don't. So don't give your dogs cat food, everybody. There was, you heard um, it here first. We were once on holiday in France um, with some family friends. This is when I must have been about eight, eight or nine, maybe 10. And their, they, their youngest son was probably a year younger than me. And there was a famous incident. There was a cat living around. And so um, the family friend went to bought, bought some cat food. And she bought some French cat food. And as we all know... Um, well, steak anyway, that's sort of this, um, this well, steak tartare. She bought some cat food and her son at some point came into the kitchen and spotted this can and freaked out. And he was like, what are you doing? She was like, what? He was like, you can't kill the cat. She's like, what? He's like, you're going to kill the cat with this. Why would you do this? She's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you've bought a can of poison. 
like what and it was fish so it was it said on it it was but it was literally like a can of whiskers cat food with just poisson written on it (laughs) but he was like my god you bought the whiskers poison dear god as if like yeah that was one of their products just like it was one of their products they have like beef chicken poison (laughs) (laughs) poison flavored Poison flavor. Oh, whoops, whoops, I got the poison one. That's it. I guess oh, shit. I've killed the cat. Oh, <laughs> again with the poison. Why also, would they put this here? Why would they sell this? The idea also just of something of cat poison being a product that's in a uh, grocery store is very yeah, I know. <laughs> Going down to the store. To, I got to go pick up some cat poison real quick. I go pick up cat poison. Why? I've got to poison some cats, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, you only need – yeah, there's only one thing you really do with cat poison. Yeah. That's poison cats. <laughs> Gotta poison them. It's fucking cats, man. Fuck. I don't want to poison any cats. I, like I don't want to do this, but, you know, when needs must, I've got to poison the local cats. Gotta poison my cat. <laughs> I'm going to have to poison him. Fuck. <laughs> oh. We should name this one to the Grim. This is the Grimcast now. Yeah, it is Grimcast. Grimcast. Oh dear me! Oh my word! Well, actually, you know what? We'll we'll bring up this the spirits slightly. Let's lighten it. Let's lighten it, Ryan. We're getting close to Christmas time. Oh, I'm sure things are stir in your household as well. But I was also thinking, Christmas, even though it's a joyful time. Yes. It's also kind of a it has a spooky aspect to it. I think it sure does. Christmas ghosts are kind of a thing. I think now, they're a big thing. To me, they're a big I, thing. To me, they're a big thing now. So we have, as Brian knows, I don't know if I've talked about it's in the pod Saturday Night Movie Club. And this year, which is like a lockdown thing because you know, um this year we're gonna do a Christmas movie club and everybody's allowed to put forward their favorite christmas movie mine was a toss-up between scrooged obviously classic but what truly has my heart and for my money is the best of all the christmas carol movies muppets christmas carol mm-hmm. 100%. Michael, michael kane's finest performance for my money um but in that movie the ghost of oh, we've I, we've talked we've probably talked about this in the pod before but have. i'm gonna bring it back because yeah. it's bring it back it's worth it it's you know it's not the ghost of future and it's not the ghost it's either the ghost of p- the present christmas or christmas past i'm gonna say christmas past it's like a little girl ghost oh and yeah it is fucking chilling mm-hmm. this ghost it is genuinely terrifying Yep. I never even saw this movie when I was a kid. I was a teenager when I first saw this, but it fucking chilled me to the bone. Um, so hell yeah, Christmas is spooky. Yeah. Heck I, of a spooky. That is, that's still top, top Christmas movie for me. Great movie. Yeah. That's, that was when we, we watched that one every year uh, with my family. That's like the, that was like our Christmas movie. Hell of a movie. Hell of a telling of the tale. Yeah. And yeah, so, the, uh, the ghost of Christmas past, the little girl yeah. one. This little girl, chilling, definitely. absolutely yeah. chilling. chilling. Even the uh, ghost of Christmas yet to come was pretty yeah. spooky. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, that's that's a more obviously spooky kind of Grim Reaper kind of, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. And there we go again. 
and the ghost of what is it called christmas present that seems a bit weird a present yeah. anyway christmas present the big jolly that's that's the big jolly that's the green man brian i'm telling you that's the inspiration green for man. that is the freaking green man yeah it, it feels yeah. like it's well yeah. i think there's it could be green man and then also i was reading the the whole thing with saint nick being saint nick oh look yeah. at that yeah um being pretty much always depicted in green because he was yep. kind of like he was he was like, like a lot of like his basis and depictions yep. seem to be from pagan stuff yep. um yep. out of out of a lot of the saints i'd say he's he's got some pagan vibes to him he does definitely. Santa, yeah like santa and and saint nick were typically green until but that's why you're green uh, and with the, until with the red yet again coca-cola Urgh. Man, they make me so mad. Anyway, I don't know the uh, validity of that. I've I've heard that a lot. I, know, I, I feel like it's an like... urban myth. I don't know if it's an actual thing. I feel like it's a bit of an urban myth. Yeah. Um, but um, it feels like a Norman that's... Rockwell thing or something. It's like it does a bit. Like it was either Coca Cola or some sort of like American. Yeah. Like yeah, pop not pop artist. What am I gonna say? like? You know, popular artist at that time depicted yeah. him in such a way, and yeah caught on exactly but that's why you bring in the holly and the ivy into your house that's because mm-hmm. that's they would bring, they were bringing greenery into the house right and those are the only evergreen things that are around so you're bringing some color you're bringing the green man into your house and i bet that that must be with like the christmas tree i know that's a german thing but bringing the christmas tree into your house bring a tree in your house the spirit yeah, yeah the green man good lad Good bloody lad. Good lad, that green man. Now that's Great. actually that's the part I really do like about Christmas is the sort of like kind of weird uh pagan aspects of it. Yeah. Do you burn a Yule log? I, you know what? I should start doing that. If I had mm-hmm. if I had a place to burn a log, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could do it in the back alley, I guess. You could. You if know. I really wanted to. Something for everybody. Maybe burn some suspect letters you have there i don't know how much suspect paperwork you have but i'm just saying it would be a good opportunity um brian i don't have any which well i was gonna say i don't have any spooky facts but i was listening to a podcast about witches Mm. and i didn't really get any good witch facts from the podcast but something i did get that i have to apologize to everybody about i made a false claim brian oh now it's oh go on it's regarding nosy parker brian I came out there and threw out the fact that Nosy Parker, Matthew Parker, was the Witchfinder General. Oh, right. Yep. Nosy Parker, Matthew Parker, was not the Witchfinder General, Brian. He was the Archbishop of Canterbury. Mm. Mm. It's a mistake we've all made. And Who was the I, Witchfinder General then? My, Witchfinder General was Matthew Hopkins. I knew it was a Matthew. Mm. Matthew gosh darn Hopkins and what I like about this was the fun fact I learned about Matthew Hopkins the Witchfinder General he was a self-appointed Witchfinder General he just so, he had a passion he just he just had a passion for sniffing out witches he, if I'm totally honest he was a bit of a shit yeah I was going to say he probably uh, just hated him and was an ass he was he was a real jerk now it, apparently and it really came up because he was doing this at the time of the English Civil War when they cut the old see this is something you say to you say to you Yankee doodle dandies and I include myself in that Brian and they'll often say oh we got rid of a king well there was actually a pre-Civil War 
England was a republic before then. They, all, they even cut the old head off the old king. So it was a bit of an anarchic time. So at that time, what did old Matthew Hopkins do? He looked around. He said, there's fucking anarchy here. I'm pretty sure I can finally get this dream of mine to be the <laughs> Witchfinder General up and running. So he would just literally go around towns giving it, fucking Witchfinder General, motherfuckers, in his house. Here we go. It's me, which old Witchfinder General. It's old Maddie Boy Hopkins here to sniff out your witches. Who fancies paying me to see if you've got some witches in your town? And everybody was like, fuck yeah. I knew there was a witch around here. I fucking knew it. I've been saying this for years. There's fucking witches knocking around. Come on, Hoppy. Hey, Get on the trail. Say, you can never so, never deny the power of an iron-on t-shirt. You know Exactly. Never. So he just gave it straight up. Come on. Let's see the money, and I'll tell you who are witches. She's a witch. She's a witch. She's Fuck. a witch. Yeah. So had that uh, title existed prior to him doing this? Was I it like a revitalization? That. I think it might. Huh. I think I think he was the first. So the whole podcast was on the witch craze. And apparently mm-hmm. between the years, it's kind of your medieval times, but the real high, the real hundred years of the witch craze apparently was 1560 to 1660. That was when it was people were just fucking nuts. And they made the very good point. Uh, the person one of the people in there was like, why, what's so particular? Why did the patriarchy suddenly have this real moment of panic? And why did it really kick off then? They, they, the the, the um, academic was like, well, there's a few reasons, but don't never discount the fact that that's when there was the first Queens, Queens of England. Right. You had Mary the first and then her sister, Elizabeth the first. Um, uh, of course, their little brother, Edward was in between them, Brian. I'm not saying there wasn't a king in between. I'm not saying that. But then they had Elizabeth I. So they was like, so that probably just stirred things up a bit, right. having a queen when everybody was like, a fucking woman cannot run the country. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I wouldn't say this to her face, but like she is a woman and they can't, they really shouldn't be running the country. I don't know. Oh, there's a queen and she's been the queen for 60 years and I fucking hate it. I just fucking, it really pisses me off. I just want a fucking king in there. So anyway, Sakadam, it was like, yeah, don't discount that. That's, that's, and that's prime, prime witchy territory. Yeah, that seems like it could have been quite the catalyst. I'm fucked off with her being the queen. So unfortunately, grandma, you're fucking getting it. I saw you Um, bundling up sticks or something. And now. fucking Guess what, granny? Yeah. So fun fact from that was, and you, I'm proud of my people. Apparently in England, much more the vogue to hang your witch. Mm-hmm. Scotland, woo, we burnt them. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And apparently the bit, the reason for this was uh, being a, like, so it was literally a technicality. And I, I, pro- I approve of this. I like this. They're sticklers for the law. Mm-hmm. England, it was illegal to be a witch, but you were basically, it was on the same grounds as being like a thief or a murderer, right. being a witch, that's illegal. Work that on the statute book, that's hanging. Scotland, you're a fucking heretic. Right. Okay. And you got to burn heretics. God damn. God damn it. And it was also the old fact that we've all heard before, but I always um, enjoy this. So apparently, you know, the big thing was the test of water. Oh, so, yeah. so you would throw them in. 
if you float, that's the water because this is this was interesting. This is an anti-baptism because if they're a witch, the water would reject them. Right. Just as the water when you're baptized accepts you, the water will reject you if you're a witch. And that's the why they fact, float. That's, the- that's why they float. Boop, 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 boop. That's why they float. But the factor that I missed out that I didn't know was they used to tie your thumbs to your toes when they would hoik you in the water. So basically, the theory was if you sunk, they would jump in and save you. But apparently, they didn't really do that. So you just drowned. Right. They just threw it. It was mostly, yeah. Because your old thumbs were attached to your bloody toes. Yeah. I was going to say, there's also, what was it? I saw a diagram of like a dunking chair. Have you seen those? Mm. It's yeah, like it looks like a, we're coming all, all the way full circle back to playgrounds. Kind of looks like yep. a seesaw, but it's it got does. a chair on the end. And we now, this is a fun bit of old folk witchery for you. Once uh, we were at Isabel's parents' house, and Sophia had this like bananas night, and she was terrified and she was screaming. And it really, like, it really freaked us out because it was just a terrible night. Not that we thought, like, oh my god, there's anything weird going on, but we were just like, it was just an awful night. She was terrified. She was only about, she was only about one and a half. And we were telling they have like, I don't want to say maid. It's not a maid, but the lady who helps her parents like clean mm-hmm. and been there for years anyway. She was like, you know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna clean her with an egg. <laughs> We're like what? She's like, I'm gonna clean. I'm gonna clean it with an egg. Uh, she's like, just to be safe. I think there might be some bad juju around. I'm gonna clean it with an egg. And she literally got an egg, and she just like, like all over, cleaned it with an egg. And then she was like, shell on raw egg. And then at the end, she's like, listen to this, tuk 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 tuk. And the egg, I don't know. I've never tried to just shake an egg around for like five minutes anyway. But the egg sort of goes like a weird like solid sound like it doesn't it's 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 damn weird and then she was like you're gonna pop that under the the bed tonight (laughs) pop that under a bed leave that there for a few nights that'll sort it right out how did this not come up on this podcast yet i don't know brian i just forgot it (laughs) that's a story holy shit heck of a a story and also she was like and you're gonna get a bit of red ribbon and you're going to put it on, you can put it on her ankle or put it on her hand because that's going to just any like negative attention that you might get. It's going to reflect it. Oh, Brian. <gasps> oh, to be honest, I just like red, but yeah. I'm just showing Brian my, I've got a red bracelet, everybody. <laughs> it's not, it's not showy, mm-hmm. but it's there mm-hmm. because I get a lot of negative attention in this world, you know? <laughs> I just kind of like, I just thought it looked kind of jazzy. Anyway. Um, Does, did it work? The egg thing? She didn't, she didn't freak out the next night. I mean, you know. Oh, well, that's it's good. It's almost certainly the egg. Now, it does remind me, I need, I'm going to do an experiment this week. I'm just going to stand and I'm going to shake an egg. I'm going to yeah. sugar an egg about for like a minute and see if it goes that weird sound. Because it did go a weird sound. She was like, yeah, that's the bad. And so it's like the the idea, like the the egg is absorbing the negative. The egg absorbs negative energy. And it is apparently like a real, it's like a very ancient. That's wild. Like that's kind of, that's kind of a witchy thing. I bet you, you would have gone down for that. You'd have got burned for that. Yeah. That, that feels like a very, very witchy thing. I I love that. It's like just some folk, it's just like some folk kind of memory medicine thing. But it was so funny because she just was like, right, we're going to clean it with an egg. Come on. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're like, fuck it, why not? Why okay. not? Okay, I kind of want to see this. You gotta um, spend the time doing something, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's worse ways of spending a morning. Um, yeah, why do we never Might say well. that before? Yeah. That's amazing. That's a great story. Yeah. Shit. Yep. Shit. Holy moly. Like, there's like this weird crossover shit too with like witchcraft and Christianity. Yeah. Where it's like people who, and I think it's it's similar to like what we were talking about with St. Nick and the pagan stuff where there's like this weird crossover of pagan practices, but then people continuing or like, you know, being introduced yeah, yeah, to yeah. Catholicism, but then sort of maintaining these things. And then yeah. at some point they become some kind of hybrid. Yeah. Um, I started off the quarantine watching the entirety of the show, the Jersey shore. I think I've told okay. you this before. You didn't tell me this. I'm interested to learn this, but you know, <laughs> so we watched all of it and now we're to the point where we're watching new episodes that have been being released and, and the most recent season that was out. Um, the show is, it's, it's a little bit different. It's now called family vacation, but same cast and crew of people. But at one point we meet this woman's grandmother and she's got sort of a witch, witchy, like kind of just vibe to her. Yeah. And at one point she goes up to one of the Jersey shore cast members and says that she's a white witch of, of Jesus Christ. I think, yeah. which I, which is like, this is, that's exactly what I'm talking about yeah. where it's yep. like this yep. weird, she's, yep. it's like a, she's has something to do with, with Catholicism, but she's also a witch, which seems yeah. like they'd be in contrast to each other. Right. Oh, no. I know. I want to know more about what that means. I wish maybe yeah. I'll do some research I, into that. I know there's a lot of stuff, the stuff in Mexico where they'll have that. Have you ever heard of like, what's he called? This is. I think it's Santo Muerto. I'm not sure, which is like, you know, Saint Death. Have you ever seen that? Which is like, actually, I think kind of a lot of the narcos are sort of have altars. But people do have, there's this whole thing of this, and he's like a saint, but he's a skeleton. (laughs) And it's this thing of like, it's a total melding of Catholicism and this kind of older ancient beliefs um, just have completely gone. And people are like, no, that's like, you know, uh, no, that's of course. And I guess, you know, you would just get people into your church by being like, ah, it's fine. Yeah, just keep that. Yeah, yeah, we have a skeleton saint. Yeah. 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 Sure, sure, sure. We got, we actually did get a decent amount of spooky talk in today. Got quite a bit of spooky talk in there. Um, I think, why don't we round it off with, I didn't have a spooky incident, but I thought it was a spooky incident. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Well, one, I heard the sound coming from downstairs of a door closing, very, very door closing sound mm-hmm. from in the house. I inspected it and no door had been closed. That's all I've got. Uh, that's the end of the story anyway. So that was a bit weird, but not weird enough to be like ghosts. It was just like, well, that's strange. And then two nights ago, I'm pleased to say I have one of my signature nighttime freakouts. But as we all know, now I wear the old bandana mm-hmm. to stop the ghouls getting right up in my grill. Um, yeah. So I had fallen asleep and Isabel was in bed next to me. And I just suddenly did like a, what, what was that now? Ah, ah, like free time, like really, but it was fucking terrifying at the moment, but I was completely, I didn't know what was going on. And she was just sat in the bed next to me and just like, I turned the light out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Sorry. Cool. That- yeah, that was, 
Yeah, that was it. That was probably it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no spooky incidents. Paula was freaked out the other day because the she watched a uh, true crime doc right before bed. Don't so, do that, Paula. You know she that's that's her that's like her signature. She hasn't done that in a while, but now she did it recently. It was it was about the um, the Yorkshire Ripper. Fucking hell! <laughs> Fuck me! Why would you watch that before bed, Peter Sutcliffe himself? Yeah. <laughs> And also, you with your beard, Brian, that's not going to help proceedings if she wakes up to you coming back to the bed from doing a little pee-pee in the night because the old Yorkshire Ripper had a bit of a beard on him. He had like a little measly goatee-looking thing, though. It was like a little... Quite got bigger. <laughs> what, when, when he was in jail? No, I feel like it got bigger as the course. I mean, he was on, on the run for, I mean... Anyway, Brian... I feel like I'm taking you away from your story. I apologize. No, 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 no. That was pretty much it. It was Paula was, was worried about going. Into- you know that there was some. They didn't catch. They apparently they interviewed him twice over the course of proceedings, and he sort of got away with it because some fucking dickhead in they now know Sunderland, mm-hmm. uh, which is a bit to the north of where he was up to his shenanigans, was like sending the police in these like fake messages but he they, he must have just stumbled accidentally onto some like piece of information that he was just making up and they were like fuck we didn't make this public this must be the real yorkshire ripper and it was just some fucking dickhead just who was like i fancy a bit of this i know it'll be fun i'll record a little message for the pigs and let's <laughs> see what they make of this um yeah so he like fucking this fucking idiot caused like they would have caught him way before they did but they were like no divert all funds from this area to this area um yeah there's they did catch him about five years ago because um uh, the hoax or this is because now the dna technology has got the point where they have the letters where he'd licked the envelope so they could trace it they got the scallywag anyway um yeah the they from from what I watched like the one or two episodes with Paula after the the incident where she was freaked out because she needed the resolution of it sure. uh, being done, but um, they interviewed him nine times the the dude like the actual nine. killer, and uh, the the whole thing is that there was some piece of evidence saying that they're like he's a Geordie, like they're like if if the guy isn't a Geordie, it's not him. Uh, that's I'm think uh, that's because that that's this dickhead yeah. that this guy on his tapes. Yeah. 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 So he's like, if he's not a Jordy, it's not him. They called him. They, I think he called himself Weirside Jack, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and that's how he kept escaping. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking the twat. the overall like uh, series that Paul because I think it's a it's a pretty new one. I think it just came out recently. Um, just died as he just died he as well just died like in november yeah like a yeah. month ago um but the the overall like thesis of of this doc or the thing that they really you know sort of strike upon is that like it was a huge huge um bungling essentially yeah. like the, the police 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. bungled yeah. it anyway oh, like, i wasn't yeah. expecting you to say the yorkshire <laughs> record, but there we go <laughs> Good old Paula. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man, that's wild. True. I would not watch a documentary on the Yorkshire Ripper for all the tea in China, Brian. <laughs> no, especially not before bed. No, I'm, I, I don't watch any. I hate all true crime. True I'm crime. 
I'm not really. Just, it just freaks me out, man. And now I have kids, which like makes it even more yeah. so. I'm like, nope, not watching anything like that. Freaks the fuck out of me. Yeah. I would say I'm more of a fan of untrue crime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the, yeah. Which is, this is why I love nonsense documentaries about ghosts. Yeah. People running around trying to catch ghosts every day of the week. Everyone's dead, but you know, that's okay. That's the whole point of it. That's okay. This could be the last episode of the it year. Could be. Let's do happy. a preemptive happy Christmas and New Year, everybody. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I know this is going to be your year. I think that covers it. Yep. Man. Yeah. Good. Goodbye.